Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 850 and it's a Sunday here, Melbourne, Australia, late afternoon and we are in the same spot again. Today was supposed to be an announcement of winding back of COVID restrictions here and we have uh, a part of our city over the opposite side to where I am where we have uh, six cases so six people uh, that are all you know, linked in a family cluster, if you like, they call it, uh, that uh, has happened late last week and they're testing more people uh, amongst the two schools that are impacted and the communities, etc. And today was supposed to be the wine back, the announcement of that. They've been talking about it all week. They get to this morning and the Premier says... It's too early for us to make any announcements today because we need to wait for more of these tests to come back and we can't open anything else yet. But it's not a delay, it's a pause. It's just a pause, they're calling it, for the next 24 to 48 hours until they get these like thousand odd tests that are supposed to be coming back and then they will... Uh, make some announcements and of course as you can imagine you've got over 5 million people that are waiting to get some announcements some relief of these restrictions and it was all banking on today and then this comes through and it's like well here's just another excuse another reason to keep us locked down now you can come up with all kinds of different reasons as to why we are still locked down and the, any question that was posed to the Premier, it just says, I don't accept that, I don't agree with that, even though it's perfectly logical what the questions were in terms of the frustration that is building uh, the fatigue for business. And still, I mean, they're, the only businesses they're talking about at this stage are, are retail, hospitality, um, those types of industries... Uh, that there's going to be some relief for. The, the health and fitness industry, there's no mention of that even being remotely close to opening yet. And uh, it's, it's just dumbfounding that there is no sense of understanding the impact that this is having on mental health. And what does it go to show you, even though this was put um, to their team, that, well, hang on, what, does that mean that when we are relaxed a little bit and there's an outbreak of five, six people, then you're going to lock everything down again? And they said, no, we wouldn't. So in which case it was also put to them, or well, why wouldn't you open up now? I said, well, because there's um, potentially thousand odd cases that they're waiting to come back, a test to come back on, and there could be a, a whole explosion of cases in there. But you could adopt the same analogy or the same the situation to we're open there's that exact same thing that's happening now and there's another thousand odd cases that are out there or sorry um tests out there same thing you just keep going on doing what you're doing and you're waiting for the results and then you take action from the results um, it does not inspire you with confidence at all that will go forth and it was put to the chief medical officer that we have been uh, shut down longer than anywhere else in the world and that we have the harshest restrictions any 
of anywhere else in the world. And he said, that's just not true. He said, there's countries that have been shut down way longer than us. And there are countries that have been shut down with way worse restrictions than us. Uh, and I would just say, well, if that's the case, tell us. Tell us which ones they are, because um, we're certainly not hearing about it from anyone in the media that anyone has been locked down tougher than us. The closest that I've heard for a period of time is, I think it's, I'm gonna say Iran, but I'm, I don't know whether that's true, where they could only go within 500 meters from their house, but it was for a short period of time, not for like the period of, of months and months that we've been now shut down. So incredibly frustrating. And uh, I'm just about to post something, like be today or tomorrow, where truly, if you do not live in Melbourne and you are not going through this right now, then you really can't relate to it. And you might say, oh yeah, it's frustrating, oh, it must be tough. Well, I, unless you're living through it, you, you don't really understand the, um, the fatigue that is setting in for so many people because of the restrictions. The impact on lives and livelihoods is just really incomprehensible. And there is no recognition for the economic impact that it's having uh, or the mental health impact that it's, it's having on people. It's really a complete disregard for it. And it's really, really frustrating and disturbing. So what does that leave for us to do? Well, once again, we can't influence what's going on. I was sent from Fitness Australia, and I circulated it. Uh, but last, oh, I think it was Friday, I received it, which is, um, you know, sign our petition, uh, petition your local politicians, and they sent out a, uh, sent us a letter template and uh, a list of all the MPs in our area to send this to our politicians to get them to then lobby on our behalf. And it's, um, it's, it's one of those things. I signed a petition last, last time. Uh, Fitness Australia met with the Deputy Chief Health Officer and they basically said, yeah, we're, we've heard you, but we're not making any changes. So I, I can't see that any amount of lobbying now is going to make a difference, even though there's lobbying from other bodies like your, your faith, uh, people, etc., cetera, uh, where they will make some adjustments there. Uh, but they won't make any adjustments uh, for uh, the health and fitness area, apart from saying, well, you can do stuff outside. Well, it's just not practical for a gym to do stuff outside, is it? It's just not, it doesn't work. And yet, if you look in, in the case of my scenario, for instance, like I can work with oh, really up to 10 people in here, but um, generally, even if I was to work with one person, I work with one person, everything, they're sanitized before they come in. I can do temperature checks. I clean everything uh, before they come in. I clean everything after they leave. Um, everything, like it's completely COVID safe. Um, I can, you know, open up everything to circulate air through the place, work with one person very, very safely, but I'm not allowed to do it because it seems as being so dangerous. Even if, both wore masks, like I wear a mask outdoors anyway, but um, both wearing masks. But a hairdresser is allowed to cut hair and soon 
I think a beauty therapist will be able to do beauty therapy and all that kind of stuff. Because they're saying, well, there's, I don't know, there's no heavy breathing or whatever. I mean, I can be more socially distant uh, than a hairdresser can be, but it's still not permitted. It, like, it doesn't make sense. So it's, it's incredibly frustrating. Uh, from that perspective, obviously, I've got those clients that I can still work with quite uh, quite easily because, well, they are either outdoors, not ideal because I can't give them the full workout experience that I want, or I'm coaching them over the phone uh, or via Zoom, um, so that still exists. But I'm talking about those people that are desperate to get in here and start to, um, you know, use the equipment. That that's a frustrating thing, but. Uh, I, I don't think we, we're going to see any change this year, to be honest. I just don't think that, that I'm going to have people back in here, which is really, really sad for the impact that it's having on people's mental health and not to mention their physical health as well. And so you're talking about millions and millions of visits between now and the end of year in Victoria. You're probably talking between now and the end of the year, you'd be probably talking 10 to 15 million gym visits for people that would normally take place over this time. So what is the accumulated impact on people's mental health as a result of not being able to attend those sessions? Um, I don't know that you can put a dollar value on it. Obviously, you can put a dollar value on the takings that the gymnasiums would have taken for those sessions, but you can't put a dollar value on the mental health of people. And... um, I'm, I'm incredibly frustrated by, by that, the, the lack of, like the money, the money comes and goes, but the, and you can always make more money, but you can't necessarily uh, get back all that impact that you've had on people's mental health. Uh, some people are committing suicide as a result of this, and there just seems to be, uh, you know, no, no real regard for it. I know it's frustrating. You've just got to hang on for a little bit longer. Well, people have been hanging on for seven months. It's over seven months now. But clearly they're not listening. So we need to manage ourselves, don't we? We need to manage our own minds. We need to manage what it is that we have control of. So we are in a good a good routine, which is a different routine now. And I think, like, if, let's just say that everything opened up tomorrow and everybody was going back into work in the city and all the different workplaces, it would take some time for people to adjust to it because we've adjusted to this new routine of mainly homeschooling, uh, working from home, uh, a different work routine at home, not having to talk to people. Like, imagine if we all went back to work straight away, all those conversations that would take place. Um, the frustration that you would have because you're not used to uh, dealing with people and being distracted with people and it would take you a while to get back to that routine. Uh, so um, we have adjusted to this, this routine that we're in right now and it, it's time for us to uh, keep, keep on digging, keep on focusing on those key things that really fill us up, like really excite us so that we we don't feel like we're missing out on so much. So that means, uh, yeah, creating those new exciting things in your life. And maybe if if you haven't, like me, created a 90-day COVID strategy and you're not as focused as I am on your health and wellness 
And it's time to be looking at those things in your life to say, well, what is it that I need to really get an uplift in my life? How, how can I get excited about getting up each morning and doing the things that I'm doing and kind of just forget about uh, you know, what will happen eventually but may not happen for a long time and focus on the things that really drive you and thrive you and excite you because we're just not going to get an instant change. And life is too short to be worrying about decisions that other people make and you know, may impact you negatively. Think about war. War is not going to happen because of you. War is going to happen because of decisions that are made by other people. And we just have to live with the consequences. And that's just the nature of our, our role in society and um, the fact that you know, we're not those decision makers, but it doesn't mean that you can't still thrive and have an amazing life. Uh, it just looks a little bit different now. But imagine if you were just born now, then you don't know any different. All you know is what you're living through right now. So if that means uh, not doing the things that we were used to doing, then well, you don't know any different. It's only because we know different that it feels so weird to us now. But look, I've got to tell you, um, it's becoming so normal now. I mean, by, for me, by the end of this year, it's going to feel weird having people back in my studio because it's like, well, I'm used to having nobody in here and it being clean all the time rather than me cleaning it constantly several times a day uh, and doing that. So, and there are some times where I miss doing a Zoom, a Zoom call, especially a group session because if I'm out in the park doing it and I'm doing it on my phone, I have to scroll multiple times to see everybody. Whereas if I'm doing it in my studio here, I can see everybody on the one screen at the one time. Uh, so that makes it nice and easy for me. And sometimes I just miss, I just miss doing those things. Uh, so it's funny, whereas at the start of the year, I would never would I hadn't contemplated even doing one of those things. So it's weird how we, uh, we, um, you know, get used to doing a certain thing. But the one thing that's been really clear to me is the only reason that I'm so eager to get up every, every day and, and work towards my, my life's purpose is because I've created such clarity. I've created these exciting goals for me, which may be of no interest to you whatsoever, but they're exciting for me. And that's important for who? Me. Because the more excited I am, the more that you'll benefit. The more programs I'll create, the more content I'll create, uh, the more inspiring and uplifting I will be uh, for the people that I coach. And I have found a way to be able to do that for myself consistently. Um, yes, there are days where I've been really fatigued as well. You've heard me talk about uh, talk about those days. I'm feeling really good today. I had a great, um, a great workout today. Different time than normal, um, but had a really great, um, a great workout. No sleep in this morning, uh, because my coach wants me to get up early and make sure I've had breakfast by 6 a.m. Um, I wasn't able to achieve that this morning because uh, today I got up, had to do my posing and take my photos and all that kind of stuff first thing before breakfast, then have breakfast. So I actually had breakfast at around seven, so a little bit later, but normally I'd have it at uh, probably nine or so, which I really need to get a meal in by then, so um, I have to get up early. 
Uh, but then I, after I'd done all that, had my shower, washed off all the tanning stuff, and then I slept for over an hour on the couch. I was that tired because I didn't get to have my sleep in. Uh, so uh, my workout was really fantastic today. So still focused, 25 days to go, and feeling really, I was at 26, 25 or 26 days to go. And I'm just really excited about bringing this home in a really strong way. And I've been focused all year on that, like really focused. And I think because I've been focused on that, it's also helped me focus on uh, my other business goals too. Helping uh, stay on track, thinking of new ideas. And um, I had a bit of a coaching chat with a different coach uh, the other day uh, on Friday and it just got me thinking about the other things that I do and don't do and uh, what else I need to be doing uh, more of. And so that sort of got me a bit fired up uh, as well. And so I think the key for me is that clarity of what to focus on. Because if you focus on what's wrong all the time, then that's where your energy is going to go. And if you focus on the negative, then if all your energy goes there, then guess what? You're going to be feeling negative. But if you, and immobilized and unproductive, but if you flip that on its head and you're thinking proactively and positively and about all the exciting things that you've got to do and to accomplish, then that creates a completely different mindset for you. And that is really exciting. That's a go-getter mindset. That is a let's get things done mindset. And for me, that is super exciting. But that's really exciting to think that you can do all of those things. You're in control of what it is that you can do. And let's just say that, like, I'm, obviously I'm talking a lot about the business sense here, but you could think about this in terms of personal improvement as well, whether it's just to get improvement for uh, your job, just in personal improvement for yourself. It could be, um, you know, learning. I've got a number of clients that are actually doing courses at the moment and um, doing quite a lot of study and using this time to, uh, you know, just better themselves, get a new career or um, just follow a hobby, do those kinds of things. I mean, you've got all of those chances. The idea is that you want to take life on. You attack the day. and really go for your goals. Because the responsibility of, of your life rests with you. And I think if you stay completely focused on those things that are important, then you'll be just as driven as me, or if not more. But the challenge is, what are you gonna focus on? And most people don't go through a process of articulating the goals that they want to achieve, the things that they want to achieve, what they want to be working on. And this isn't something that we, we do automatically when we're born. We have to learn this skill. And you're not going to be good at it straight away. But trust me, when you keep working on it, you get better and better and better. The goals become bigger. You complete one and then you go on to the next thing. That's what makes it really exciting. And just that little progression each day makes you better, stronger, faster, and uh, a higher performing person. And you're just getting way better results. You're getting more done. 
And that is a really exciting part of life, accomplishment. You've just got to be consistent with it. Keep on keeping on. That's the key. So wherever you are in the world, keep going. Keep moving forward. Stay focused. Think about what you can control. Set bigger goals for yourself and keep checking them off. So write them down. Put them somewhere where you can keep reflecting on them every day. Keep working on them. And you watch how much life changes for you. If you are finding that you are tired when you get up in the morning and you really don't want to get up out of bed, you really are dragging your butt in starting the day, then I guarantee you this, your goals aren't strong enough. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.